Welcome to the family. I am Cassie Schrader, sitting in for Tom Bernard, and to the left of me we have... I don't want them to know that I'm on your left. Doug Sprinthal. I'm <laughs> uh, Tim Hawley. Andy Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We will be right back after these commercials. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Well, Doug, what is new at Walzer? That was a crappy commercial. I wish they'd run the fake one. Um, really excited uh, podcast listeners. Stick around for the third hour. We'll do our, I think it's our seventh episode of Car Selling Secrets. I think you're right. Great yes, guy coming right. in, uh, Ryan Moffat. He heads up the recruiting team. And that's, you, you might think, well, that can't be very exciting. It's actually, because the company's so big and we have to recruit talent for so many different fields, it takes really kind of a special person to do that. Salespeople are really outgoing and highly verbal. Mechanics are different. Corporate people are different. And then the IT recruiting, which is always kind of weird. So stick around. We'll be talking with Ryan uh, starting at 2 o'clock Central. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I'm looking forward to the third hour. Um, so if you have any questions, you can always email Doug at? Doug at Walzer.com. Okay. And that will be in the website is? Walzer.com. All right. And if you want to call in during the uh, the, the uh, show, it's 952-800-1492. Perfect. Walzer Automotive, walzer.com. Need a little drinking music. Can I go first? I got to ask Andy about this. It's not as exciting as you think. We were chatting off air about cool gifts, and I mentioned a couple of Christmases ago, the only thing I wanted was a laminator. And Andy says, well, we're getting a, a label maker, which we'll have to because we're getting married. And I, I just, can you explain the tie-in between <laughs> a handheld label maker and, and um, matrimonial bliss? Well, it's like the place settings. We're going to use it for those. Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. We were going to use it for sending out save the dates and that kind of thing, but we're sending out so many. We just had to get those sheets of address labels and then make a table on Word and all that kind of stuff. Well, that yeah. label maker would have been nice, but no. Now you're beginning to understand the appeal of the elopement. Yeah. Yes. I said a couple times, it's like, we could just, you know, be married tomorrow. 
Yep. No could. must, no fuss. You could. Well, in studio, we have Tim Holly from the Alamo Draft House in the Twin Cities. And what are you guys up to? Why are you here today? Uh, well, we're running a teacher promotion right now for spring break. Uh, so anybody who works for any of the schools in Twin Cities can come in and get watch a movie for free. They just have to show some sort of identification. And it includes teachers and staff. <laughs> what kind of a day? Because I can imagine me being a teacher, my hair would be pulled out. That would be my look at my hair. I'm a teacher. No, yeah, that's great because the teachers, you know, they work hard. I mean, even though they only have nine months a year, is it roughly nine months or is it? Yeah, that's it? about right. Yeah. Um, you know, they work hard, and I think this is a great idea for you guys just to give them some free, you know, let loose and just kind of have adult time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Monday through Thursday, they can come in any time of the day, watch a movie for free. So, so what, what movies do you show? Uh, it's a wide range. We have nine screens, so we have like everything from the first run stuff right now, like Cop Captain Marvel, and then we have we do repertory like older films. Uh, basically, every single day we do at least two, um, except for Fridays. So see, I had envisioned nine screens of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But <laughs> <laughs> just me. Bueller Did you? Good yep, for you. Yep. Oh yeah. We also do things like movie parties, so you get props and you're encouraged to interact. So we had a, our Ferris Bueller screening was a movie party where we had to give everybody little American flags and sunglasses and stuff. Oh fun! Yeah. Oh, that's great for teachers. I, I, you know, I have. I was telling him uh, before we started that we have uh, six school age kids in the house. So would that would I qualify for that? <laughs> Probably. Because my kids are on spring break right now and they're driving me crazy. I mean, even homeschooling, I guess, yeah. it, like that that that's included. So if you're if oh, you're homeschooling, so yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a great. Now, it, now this is in Woodbury, correct? Yes. Yep. And you only have the one Alamo house. Yeah, right now in the Twin Cities, just the one location. So I'm right after ninety four on Radio Drive. Oh, perfect. Um, so how did uh, how did the Alamo Draft House get started here? Because I've never, uh, honestly, I've never heard of it. Okay. How long has it been here? Is it been... Uh, we just opened officially oh, okay. like in July, August, like was when we, we like like had our grand opening for this mm -hmm. location. So is it just like a, a theater or is it kind of like a bar and restaurant with a theater? Or... It's, yeah, so it, a big thing is that we don't have a concession stand. Like, So every single screen has full service food and beverage to your seat. So, oh, so you, that's you, nice. We, there's a few things we have to tr we're trying to get out there. Is that like we seat all of our screenings 30 minutes before they start, and so that you can come in and you can get greeted by your server and you can put your order in before the lights go down. Uh, and we have a full service like kitchen and bar, so we have like uh, you know 32 taps and we have like a, a from scratch kitchen so we like we have everything from like burgers and pizzas and things like that which we make a scrap from scratch in-house but we also have like you know your, your standard like popcorn and candy and that but it all goes it's delivered to your seat that sounds like fun doug well you know i i've been watching the movie theater industry change in the last eight or nine years and when right. you think about it it's really brilliant because mm -hmm. the problem that they had is fewer people going to the movies Right. So normally when that happens, they try to figure out how to cut costs and lower stuff. So somewhere along the line, somebody got the point, uh, the idea of, well, let's rip out all the seats and we'll put in really big seats and we'll only be able to see the third as many people and we'll jack the prices up and people dig it. Right. And then the next guy said, hold my beer. Hang on a second. What if we <laughs> fed people while they were there and charging? And it works. It's yeah. really, it's smart. It's really a great counterintuitive marketing measure right yeah just make it more of an experience like if you're going out you might as well like have like the best experience you can possibly have which is kind of like our motto like we have like i mean we have high high standards for our presentation and like high standards for like our food 
and are like it's a, it's trying to bring it to the next level and make sure now, that you have the, the best the Skyway experience. Theater in downtown Minneapolis was like that in the late <laughs> 70s when I mm-hmm. was in college although you had to bring your own beer and I had a friend <laughs> who did that he would bring a six pack and I could tell when he was opening one cuz he'd cough he'd use <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no. I, when you go to a, like a regular movie theater, the amount of money you spend just on popcorn and pop, right? That's like two meals at a restaurant, practically. That's where they make all their money. Oh, well, I know, I know. So it's like if yeah. I'm going to spend that kind of money on food, I yeah. want food, food. Right. I don't want M and M's and popcorn. You know. Um, so I, I kind of like the whole. Full service movie theater. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I I have no problem. You know, I, I don't know how how is it set up. Do you have like tables with like yep. theater seats? So we, we have like the recliners. We have like the nice like recliners, oh, and, and so all all the screens have the nine the recliners, and then there's each every two seats have a table like in the middle with our menus and our little lights, and then it's like so you have like uh, order cards that you write down. If you want anything during the movie, you just put the order card up and the, it's like a flag up in the dark and the server will sneak by, grab it and bring you whatever you want. So you can get refills on popcorn throughout the movie. You can get another beer. You can get whatever you want during the movie. You just write it down on the order card and you put it up in the, in the rail. At the end of the movie, how many people are passed out in the seats? <laughs> we haven't had that, that problem. Well, not from drinking too much, but every once in a while, you know, if it's a slower film, oh, right. those chairs oh. are so comfortable. And so, yeah. Oh, I've done that in the movie theater where I recline back and then next thing I know, I wake up and the movie's done. I'm like, oh my God, I just fell asleep at a movie <laughs> that was an expensive nap you do, you do have six kids <laughs> i know well it, it's so relaxing those recliners and you have the movie and the dim lights and i i just love that so yeah i like having that full service i've been to a couple where they've had that and yeah. i i i love it i love it i i try and make a point to go to movie theaters like that right right sometimes when i have to haul all the kids it's a little expensive to go there so i kind of go to the cheaper ones but um yeah and i think this is a great idea to show appreciation for teachers especially right now i we were talking that throughout the state of minnesota everybody has like all these different spring breaks yeah right you know you had north fortunately because imagine if they all were the same week it would just it would be crazy yeah well everybody'd be gone yeah, and well, then you have, you know, like kind of north of the cities, I think they were like two weeks ago in the, up in the Anoka area. Yeah, Hastings was two weeks, three weeks ago, too, so it wasn't the just the north metro. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, on the east side where we, we are at, that's where like a bunch of the schools were out a, couple, a few weeks ago, so that's where we, we ran the promotion, and then we realized, like, oh, there's a lot more other schools <laughs> want to take advantage of this. We expanded it to like three more weeks. Yeah, because right now it's going, you had it March 18th through the 21st, March 25th through the 28th, which is this week, and yep. then next week's the last week, so yep. it'll be April 1st through the 4th. Yep. So if you're a teacher, take advantage of this. Go have some me time, <laughs> relax, have a couple beers, watch a good movie, have some good food. I think it's great. And I will post the address uh, awesome. for people uh, so they can find it easy. And um, now, do you do any other type of promotions like this other than like teacher appreciation? Or do you do like maybe, are you guys looking maybe to expand it to like, you know, law enforcement appreciation. We have in the past, yeah, okay. and I'm sure we will again. Um, I don't, we, I don't have any definite plans right now, but I'm sure we will at some point. We did, it, we did it for the whole month uh, during the government shutdown. All government employees got free movies during Aww, that time. That's awesome. Um, Super Troopers too. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know exactly who we, we can send Officer Dave there. That's right. Yes, he called in yesterday. He oh, might did call he really? in today. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea to just sort of kind of show, you know, like, but I think teachers, I don't know, to me, they just don't get appreciated enough. I mean, you got to remember, our kids are with them how, how many hours a day, how many months out of the year. Well, and, you know, something needs to be done when, when they have to donate their own money for school supplies. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the parents donate it, too, but it's like this, this, this isn't a good system. No. no. Well, see, like when I get school supplies for my kids, especially the youngest one over there, uh, they'll, like, say, oh, can you get five boxes of crayons? Yeah. I'm like, how is he going to go through five boxes of crayons? But then I realize it's There's for other, other kids, kids that, that parents can't kids. afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why they do it, because otherwise that stuff has to come out of the teacher's pockets. Right. And stuff like that. So, and, and the frustration that they have, because they're so limited of what they can do with the, with the kids, especially when it comes to discipline or, uh, you know, making the kids follow rules. It's like I, t- today, I don't know if I could be a teacher. I give them so much credit and kudos in what they have to deal with on a day to day basis, and I think something like this just kind of helps them, you know, relax and maybe re-energize and realize why they became teachers in the first place. And I think stuff like this, you know, is great for them. Oh yeah, I do, I do, and um, I hope. I hope a lot of the teachers will take advantage. We have a lot of teacher, I think, that listen to the show, and they listen to KQ. So I'll make sure that this gets mentioned on KQ as well. Yeah, for sure. So that way, because I don't, I, I'm sure there's a spring break next week too. I don't know who, but yeah, there definitely is. I I can't remember. I saw the whole list of schools I put together. I got a spreadsheet of like who was out one <laughs> to try and no, get, wrap my head one. around it. Well, we have tons of school districts, especially oh, yeah. just in the Twin Cities. There's so many. I think the school district where our school district, Doug, is that one of the largest, or is it Anoka Hennepin? I don't. I guess I've never bothered to look it up. Yeah, I want to say that Anoka Hennepin is the largest. And then I think it's ours. One ninety six. Yeah, because it's we have Egan, Rosemount, and Apple Valley, so it's like three cities combined into one school district. Right. So, and I, that's kind of like what North of the Cities does. Um, but is there anything you would like to add? I mean, like for the teacher promotion. Yeah. Or, I mean, I like, mean, it includes like the colleges too. I mean, pretty much anybody who works for mm-hmm. a school in, in or any kind of in, yeah, education, like they're all welcome to come. Just come into the box office and uh, talk to the concierge there, and they'll get you set up with your, your free pass. And all they need to bring is maybe like a school ID or something like that, because yeah. usually teachers have that with their picture on it. Golden and... gopher socks, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just any kind of evidence that they're that they that they work in the education. The crazy eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, that my evidence. <laughs> Valium prescription. Yeah, exactly. Here's my Valium. Here's my crazy eyes. I'm in. Yeah, I just because being a mom of so many kids, I and so many different personalities in our house, it is hard to manage. And I can't imagine being a teacher trying to deal right. with <laughs> so many yeah. different, you know, kids. I I think though, if I were a teacher, I would want to have. Oh, God, that's hard. Um, I think I would do high school. Can I tell you what I, really... I did to one of my high school uh, substitute teachers? What? I was, my dad was a psychologist, and 
I taught developmental and cognitive psychology, and I was reading that stuff even as a kid. So we ran an experiment on a teacher. Now, as a student teacher, what's the one thing that you want? Mm-hmm. Attention would be the right answer. Yeah. So I got the class together before the student teacher came in and taught. I said, here's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to get them to do the entire lecture. It was history, I think, standing in the right-hand corner. So as the closer the person got to the corner, the more attention we paid as they wandered away, we'd just start talking. Within 12 minutes, he was standing in the corner and <laughs> never moved. It was awesome. Well, I, I've had a few teachers in my life that have made a big impact. Yeah. Oh, I think you we know? all have, if, yeah. we're, if we're lucky. Yeah, if we had those few. And, I, and, I, and it usually was the teachers that liked me the best and that I liked the best were the ones that everybody hated. For some oddball reason. Which would explain your marriage today. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, do you have any teachers that stood out for you? Mm, yeah, I've had a couple, actually. Yeah. Um, Dad says he didn't have any, but I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, well, he doesn't like authority. No. <laughs> he said, I don't what? like authority. <laughs> he does. That's what he said. I know. I he does remember me. the nun that, uh, you know, smacked him. Or what did he, like, pushed him into a, a paper towel Dispenser. He has all sorts of stories about that. Because <laughs> he said the F word or yeah. something. There was a lot more physical abuse in the public school system in the 50s and yeah, 60s apparently. and 70s. Well, especially in Catholic school. You got the ruler across the knuckles. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I bet you teachers wish I could do that today. Just quack. You know, <laughs> these kids, I swear, they can be mouthy. Yeah. They can be mouthy and they know it. They know it. But, um, yeah, I've had a few teachers that have made... Um, uh, a good impact on me, and uh, that is some of that, uh, especially the um, work ethic that mm-hmm. they taught me. I, it stuck with me, and it's helped me uh, be successful. That uh, everything that I've done in my life to be thorough and all that. So I think teachers are very important, and I think my, my stepson's gonna be a teacher. He's three quarters of the way through college, and it started when he was in tenth grade. A teacher we really liked pulled him aside and said. I don't know what you want to do with your life, but you'd make a great teacher. And he went, okay, I'll do that. Oh, it's awesome. unusual that it's stuck for, you know, seven years. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I've heard, seen some of the stuff that kids say about their teachers now. Like, they're like, oh, my, I think my teacher hates me. I'm like, no, they don't hate you. you, you got to realize that. You're just a dick. <laughs> no, like, when it, I, I tell my kids, I'm like, look, you don't realize what teachers go through and what they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And when they hear excuse after excuse after excuse, right. and then they hear that same excuse from you, they're frustrated. That's right. Because they're trying to make an effort to, to um, teach you, but when it, you know, it's not working, they're getting just as frustrated. But we have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back more with Tim Holly and the Anim- Alamo, I want to say Animal, <laughs> Alamo Draft House. We'll be right back. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we like love working one. with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Doug, do you like the Blues Travelers? I do, actually. I saw them in Las Vegas at a corporate gig for auto dealers two or three years ago and, and he was t- terrific mm-hmm. just still tons of energy yeah I, I, pe- I, I listen to them and they're like why are you listening to that I'm like they rock yeah. how can you not like the blues travelers um, but I have to take my son to the bathroom so if you want to carry the show right now okay <laughs> Cassie and uh, Max you want to say hi to the listening audience <laughs> <laughs> He's like, apparently yeah. not. It's like, dude, apparently I gotta, not. I got to pee. I got to get out of here. So I, I have a couple questions about your business. So how many are you? One of the owners of the company, or no? I'm just uh, my position is the creative manager. So I do a lot of the, the film booking, do a lot of repertory programming, oh, and okay. stuff like that. Like so all the kind of fun, like lobby activations. We'll do like big parties for big releases and things like that. That's like kind of my position. So how does that? How do you pick what films you show? Uh, I mean, it, we were just kind of trying to tailor it a bit to, like, who shows up to what, you know, like, try figuring out what our audience is and what people want to see. Um, so it's kind of doing a scatter shot of, like, with the older films, I was just kind of doing everything from older classics, like, you know, Gone with the Wind, yeah. and then uh, up to, like, you know, some really crazy, like, kung fu movies and <laughs> weird, like, genre stuff, and just kind of just see what people turn out to. And it's been it kind of, it, it's all been doing pretty well, I mean. For the for the most part, but and then the, with the first runs, we do like you, obviously we're going to do the big Marvel movie. Yeah. And, but we also been bringing in some kind of smaller stuff. Like we, right now, we have Apollo Eleven, the documentary, oh, okay. which is great, and that's like a, a great one to see on the big screen because it's like yeah, all, I'd like to see that actually. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place just to see what people turn out to. It's funny, my uh, stepson who I mentioned earlier is going to become an educator. His other gig is he's a budding film critic. Okay. And he's got his fil- first credit as a. Uh, assistant uh, editor and a documentary that he's doing. So he's super excited, and he's pretty well-versed in film history and culture. He was home for a spring break, and we watched... I hadn't seen this movie since it came out in the 70s, Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was 
really bizarre. Oh, and the reason I thought of it is it's it's sort of a hodgepodge of clips and parodies and all this sort of stuff with a 25-minute-long kung fu movie jammed right into the middle of it. Right. I mean, it, it, none of it makes any sense at all. I feel like that was a, that was a popular trend in the 70s, though. There's yeah. like a lot of those movies, or I guess maybe in the 60s, too, where it, just, it was just like a bunch of skits kind of tied together with a yeah. loose plot. Well, and some of the Monty Python movies were really like that, yeah. quite honestly. The Meaning yeah. of Life and yep. you know, this, but it was... Uh, I. Had, which we actually have Life of Brian, we have oh. a, the Life of Brian movie party coming up in a couple of weeks. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. You know, I consider myself a good church-going person, but I learned more about Christianity <laughs> watching the Life of Brian than I did sitting in Sunday school for six years as a kid. I mean, it's it's really brilliant when because I, everybody's better looking than they were two thousand <laughs> right. years ago, and probably quite a bit taller. But it gives you an idea for what it probably was like living in Jerusalem and Bethlehem yeah. at the time Christ was. For those that you have haven't seen it, it's a Monty Python movie. Uh, uh, centers on a guy named Brian who was born the same day as Jesus. Yep. In fact, the uh, the opening scene is a sermon on the mount, but the birth scene, the uh, wise men show up to give Brian's mom the golden frankincense and myrrh, and then they realize the baby Jesus is across the street, and they come <laughs> back and they take all the stuff away. So. <laughs> You want to see something controversial? That, that's, yeah. that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's yeah, that was it's the 40th anniversary of it right now. So, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, is that why it's on Netflix? Is it? Yeah, they <laughs> just it? put it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, wow. they're, they're they're doing like a limited theatrical re-release for the 40th, and then we're doing it like we're doing the movie party version, so you get props and stuff that goes along with it. <laughs> do you ever do the room? Hold up one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably have to encourage that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever show the room? Uh, we have been trying to. Uh, it is it's difficult to book right now, but we actually are bringing in Greg Sestero from the room. In, oh yeah, in beginning of May to play that new movie, uh, Best Friends. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we're doing a, both Best Friends Volume One and Two with a Q and A with Greg Sestero. Mm. Yeah, because so, that's like one of the uh, first movie parties that I really was made aware of. Right. Yeah, with the spoons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a, the movie party is basically kind of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of treatment, but we're doing yep. it like other other deserving films. So when you say it's difficult to get, do they only release copies of those movies? Are they only make so many? Or uh, no, it's part of the business I don't quite it, understand. It's like, I mean, every single movie has, a, you have to figure out the booking rights. So every, there's different studios or different people own the rights, and then they'll, like, let, let you play it. And then if, like, for instance, like, if you want to play a movie, you need to, like, get the booking rights and get it booked, but then you also need to figure out, like, the format. So if it's not available on anything but 35mm, if you don't have a 35mm projector, okay. yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a whole wide range of reasons that you can't play it. They also pull things from release because they're going to do, like, a big re-release, so, like, they won't... You can't play it for a handful of months leading oh, up to I the see. release. Stuff like that. Like, it's just all kind of dependent on the studio. I got it. Max, everything cool? You good? All right. <laughs> <laughs> he put his shirt on backwards. Now he says he's wearing his Jared Allen Vikings jersey, and he he went, I want Allen on the front. So <laughs> uh, he's such a goofball. I love that kid though. He's my youngest. He's seven years old. He's in first grade. Wow! And he loves it. And he has a really awesome teacher. I love his teacher. You know, I was going to say, um, can Cassie get in on this teacher deal? Because she's a football coach. You wouldn't believe that she is. But <laughs> she am. is, actually. I am. I don't know if I'm going to coach, though, this year. because um, Too competitive? No. Steroid no, abuse? the kids. What's the problem? The kids are literally. Drinking on the sidelines? <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, bigger than me now. And well, look, it, that didn't stop Lou Holtz. <laughs> yeah, Lou Holtz. Um, get down right now. <laughs> 
Well, no, like last year they were, some of the kids were taller than me or about the same height as me. And it was hard for me to do tackling drills with the bags. And oh, hold, I suppose. Because they were almost knocking me right on my butt. Hit like trains, it'll just get worse then, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some, and this year my son will be in seventh grade coming into the new uh, football season. So I don't know if, I mean, I'm going to try, but I, right. I can't guarantee. I love coaching football. It's awesome. I love teaching the kids techniques and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I'm still kind of weighing on it. But I've been coaching since he was in third and fourth grade. Those kids are a lot easier to coach because they're, they're a lot littler. And... Well, yeah, they're all helmet. They, run <laughs> yeah. they just fall over. I know. It's so funny. You know, I love watching the third graders and fourth graders because, yeah, some of the kids, all you, it, it just looks like pads and helmets out there with little legs running around. And they're just, and I love how their first year, they, uh, you keep telling them, don't follow the ball. You right. know, but that doesn't matter. No, so you see, like the whole herd just That's follow right. behind the, even the other runs. team too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just all follow the kid with the ball, and it's <laughs> you know because it, it's instinct, I guess, mm-hmm. for them and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, it is it is fun to coach them and and to learn how to. Um, I mean, it's a learning process for me. Yeah. As well, you know, uh, especially I have different kids every year. Some kids, their heart's really into it. Some aren't. So usually the kids that aren't, those are my favorite because I like to um, I like to, to get them to understand why they wanted to play football in the first place because it can get routine for them, you know, the same drill over and over again. And they're like, I know how to do this. And it's like, this is only going to make you better. You know, so I, I think those are my favorite kids to kind of mold and to. I, I had this one kid and I love him and I've had him for a couple of years. His name is Owen, and the kid is tiny. Owen Meany. Owen, yeah. Um, it's a story. We call him Swanee. Uh, he um, he's so tiny, and you know, so he doesn't have size or strength, but the kid has the biggest heart. And just everything. I mean, he cut every. He would stand next to me on the sidelines. He's like, "We're gonna win this game." We're, you know, he's clapping his hands. We're gonna win this game, and he goes out and he gives it his all. And I love kids like that. Um, and he's like that with everything. And I just, you know, so to sit there and watch these kids grow and to be. My son wants to be an NFL player. He wants to play for the Vikings. He wants to play college football. Can he kick? No, I well, I don't had know. a lot of openings in the last few years for kickers. He it's weird because like every other season, his strengths have changed. Like one season, he's great on offense, and then the next season, he'll be better on defense. Hmm. Um, he's very fast. He's one of the fastest kids in the league for Rosemount wow. football hmm. at in his age group, and he's usually on offense. He's usually a running back, and then on defense, we usually have him play linebacker. Or, uh, you know, depending on where I need them. But, uh, you know, I just love that I have a, a kid that's passionate about something like that. Yeah. And it shows, too. Like he, And I keep telling him, you need to do good in school and get good grades. And he he's so gung-ho about it. And I'm like, you know, and he's got great teachers that help him on stuff that he lacks. You know, because not every subject is a strength for a child, you know. 
I have a he's he's not the greatest at math. <laughs> he can't you know he has issues uh, understanding those concepts. But the teachers in our district, they work really well with kids, especially if they're struggling in a certain <clears throat> subject. And um, I give I I have no complaints with the teachers of any of the teachers my children have had throughout the years, and and I. You know, and my oldest son is autistic, and um, every year I have to go through all the teachers and tell them, you know, he may need some motor breaks or, um, you know, like he sometimes he needs to go out in the hallway just to kind of unwind and do things like that. And the teachers are so understanding of that, and they they'll help children like that along the way and I've managed to get him he's in ninth grade this year he's going to be a sophomore next year or this fall and I've managed to get him through up into high school with no medication um yeah he's doing really well getting great grades and I I owe a lot of that to the teachers you know I mean it was uh, you know a lot of it was me doing a lot of research and getting him the therapy he need but that extension goes towards the teachers as well because they have a great understanding of what his needs are in the classroom. Like sometimes when he needs to take a test, he needs to do it in a separate room. He can't do it. And they're very understanding, and they work around uh, and work well with kids like that to get them uh, to be successful. They right. don't, you know, because you hear some of these teachers, and they're like, um, before he was diagnosed with autism, um, his one of his teachers he had, which I, I, she's just like he just doesn't listen. I'm like, no, it's not that he doesn't listen. You said you guys were going down to the library to take pictures. Well, he just got up and went down to the library to take the picture. I said, well, that's because that's what you told him to do. He didn't understand that you had to line up and right. wait. And so there are some t- some of the older school old school teachers don't have a great understanding but i think it's starting to well, change i think it's been proven that you can beat autism out of a kid can't you? <laughs> yeah oh there's times i wish i could <laughs> um you know how many times i've heard i've i've sat through 20 minutes of pokemon information that i i can't get i can't get that 20 minutes back in my yeah, life I know. you know um yeah he gets obsessive with certain things and stuff like that but um, yeah, I, I, I owe a lot of gratitude to the school districts and, and to special education as well. Oh, for sure. Um, so, and so that extends out to like para, what a paraprofessionals, I think they're called, or specialists in the schools. Um, I think they deserve something like this as well because they deal a lot with oh, children yeah. with special needs and, um, the frustrations that they have, because um, my youngest boy that's here with me today, he is in, he has an IEP, which is um, uh, special education, and th- I I don't know how it works with other school districts, but the school district we're in, they have been so helpful for me trying to get um, because he was his motor skills were delayed because he had a severe cross-eyed when for for a year of his infancy. From six months old to about a year and a half. And he saw double vision. And so he didn't walk. He didn't talk. None of that. Sounds like my sophomore year at McAllister. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what he looked like. He he started walking like a month before his surgery, but he would only walk in our home Uh because he knew where the walls were. 
and uh, he looked it's like, like a he was drunk. Blind dog. Yeah, yeah they can still much. get around, but it's kind of slow. Yes, yeah. yes. And, he would, and when he would see a toy on the Max floor, Max the blind dog. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, but yeah, once he had his surgery, he was fine. But he was still delayed on a lot of things yeah. because uh, children learn when they're infants they learn how to talk by watching your mouth move and things like that he couldn't see he saw i mean it was like he was drunk right you know so um and in in cases like that i've always wondered um if you just cover one eye wouldn't you see normally well see both of his eyes went cross-eyed because one was mimicking the other right so even if you covered up one eye the other one was still crossed so he would look into his nose Oh. He couldn't, he, and the muscles, the muscles like got stuck, so they yeah. had to go in and cut those ocular muscles for his wow. eyes to that's, jump back. Isn't it amazing that that's something I know. that they can do? I yeah. know, right? But yeah, it like... I would never in a million years say, let's go cut this kid's eye muscles out. And see what happens. <laughs> Apparently it works. Yeah. Well, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. More with uh, Tim Hawley at Alamo Draft House, and we also have Doug Sprinthal in studio. We'll be right back after these commercials. Yay. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on Priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Saw these guys, too, at First Avenue. Oh, really? about a year before he killed himself. Oh, yeah, he died of a heroin Heroin overdose. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's so sad. This is like, they only had the one album. Yeah, I think. And it was, what, 92? 92 or 90. It was early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I know, time flies. So what kind of what kind of feedback have you gotten from the teachers with something like this? Are they really enjoying the... Oh, yeah. It's been it's been pretty, I mean, really positive. I, I think they, they just appreciate that we're doing it. But, I mean, at first it was, it was a kind of a mixed re- reaction because a lot of teachers weren't out on spring break. So, we had to, like, like I said, we had to, like, tailor the, the promotion to expand it to make sure we kind of covered as much as, as we possibly could mm-hmm. so that all the different districts were, would 
could take advantage of the deal? Now, is there is there um, like certain times of the days that you only do this, or is it just all day long? Or when we started it, we had it kind of limited hours, and then we we just expanded it to all day, uh, mm -hmm. Monday through Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what are your hours? Uh, it varies from day to day, just based on our movie schedule. But mm -hmm. we generally open around 10 a.m. Uh, 10 to 11 is when like our first movies will start, and then they run like the last movie usually starts around like maybe 10. 30 or maybe 11 o'clock at night uh depending on the day of the week so it kind of it varies on the day but so we don't have set hours exactly and you guys are located in woodbury and the address is at 9060 hudson road in woodbury yep um i think somebody on youtube it's like the frontage road isn't it hudson? yeah if you get off on radio drive it's like right off of the frontage road there and it's like it's like right in the woodbury lakes shopping center kind of by crave and trader joe's and stuff there yeah nicole bennett who is on, she's always on our chat on YouTube. Um, she says it's an extremely quiet theater with no shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, so, no shenanigans. Yeah. Can't, can't show Super Troopers too then. <laughs> well, well, no, they, they, you guys don't tolerate. Yeah, there's a no talking, no texting policy that we're, we're known for. Um, and that's like, and a lot of theaters probably have that policy, but they don't really enforce it. And mm -hmm. we so what do you guys hang out in the back row with wrist rockets and blast people? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you get one warning and then you're ejected from the theater if you're, if you continue talking or texting. So if you have your phone out, uh, you'll be told to put it away once. And then if you continue, then you'll be asked to leave. We just found Tom's favorite movie. Yeah, theater. that's what she was saying. She goes, the Alamo has Tom written all over it. Cause that's one he, he hates going to the movie theater and having to deal well yeah if you're if you're paying for a, a premium price to go out you don't want somebody else like in front of you like on their facebook or whatever like distracting you from the movie well and that's what i don't understand the person that's on the phone pay i mean so basically you're paid you paid to text people yeah that doesn't make sense to me it's like just turn your phone off yeah you just check out for a couple hours yeah. and just watch the movie i mean i've, I've I... read some recent articles that some people have a hard time turning off their phones mm -hmm. i just knew thing. I, I have well i have a smart watch so what i do is i put i don't turn off my phone i just put it on silent mm -hmm. and i don't look at it um i do because i have you know with the kid i do have my stepdaughter is a type 1 diabetic mm. so i have to monitor her blood sugars and stuff like that and usually if, if something's going on i will leave the theater right. but at least i have my watch and if i get a notification that her blood sugar is low yeah. or something to that effect that's when i get up and then i handle it um but yeah, I mean, I've been in theaters, and it's just like, why, why are you on your phone? I don't understand this, and um, that's why I like to go to movie screenings because right. they don't allow that at all. They will kick you out. A lot of times, you have to turn your phone in. I, yeah. I heard a story. I don't. It wasn't a movie screening, but it was something like that. Where everybody had to turn their phones in, mm -hmm. somebody stole everybody's phones. Oh, oh no! Can you imagine? There was like three hundred of them. Oh my god! Can oh, you imagine god. what a mess that'd be? That's oh. Crazy. oh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. But yeah, I just three hundred people saying, "I want to speak to the manager." Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just screened the movie Dumbo okay. on on Tuesday, and I loved it. I loved it. Are you guys going to be playing Dumbo? Yes, we are. Oh, yep. God. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if you're a teacher, take advantage and go see Dumbo <laughs> at the Alamo Draft House. You get a free movie. Come on. You have to do it. Dumbo um, was a beautiful beautiful movie. Um, it was very touching. Uh, Kristen Burt, our Hollywood reporter, did say she said it lacked character development, and I kind of get what she was saying. It's a movie about a fake elephant. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, this no, isn't like... War and Peace, Cassie. Come on. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> well, that's what she said. But yeah, I. Oh my God, it was very touching, and those 
the eyes on Dumbo. Oh my God, it'll make your heart melt, <laughs> melt. But it was kind of cool. Do you have paintings at your house of the dogs playing poker, asking for a friend? <laughs> no, I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. I would totally have that up in my living room right, if I did. I'll tell have... Dave I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> a laminator. Yes. And dogs playing poker. And a label maker. And a label so. maker. Um. But yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. It was kind of cool to see a lot of the old Tim Burton uh, characters together, right. you know, with Danny DeVito because he played the penguin in Tim Burton's mm-hmm, Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Michael Keaton, obviously, Batman. Beetlejuice, and Batman. Yep. And then you had Alan uh, Arkin, who was in Edward Scissorhands. I've never seen that, actually. Oh, you've never seen nope. Edward? Yeah. I tried, not a huge fan. Yeah, it was it was just, it was really cool to to see kind of a lot of his characters brought back together into one movie. I love Michael Keaton. I love him to and oh, and speaking of Michael Keaton, we had the girls watch Mr. Mom, mm. and uh, that would be a probably a fun movie to screen for teachers. Uh, I love that movie. Um, I think we played that for one of our brunch movies a little while back. We, oh, really? We do, we do brunch like kind of cla- '80s classics on Sunday mornings for brunch. Oh, oh, that is so, awesome. Yeah, every, every I might Sunday. have to take advantage of that. I love brunch, yeah. and I love <laughs> 80s movies. It's two of my faves. We're going to do a, a special one for Mother's Day coming up. Uh, it's be a dirty dancing. We're going to do it. And I think the brunch, the whole menu will be included with the ticket, so it's like a special menu specifically for the movie. And you're going to screen dirty dancing. Yeah. Oh, uh, that yeah. is... You couldn't get Throw Mama from the train? <laughs> we are also playing Psycho that day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mommy dearest. <laughs> yep. One of the movies that I always watched with my mom was Steel Magnolia. Uh, yep. That was kind of our mom and daughter movie. So every time I watch that, I just bawl my eyes out. We did that for a brunch a little while back. Too. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, God, I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I miss my mom. I might have to do that for this Mother's Day. Yeah, uh, last night we also did Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, okay. So we, it's kind of all over the place with our kind of repertory programming. Do you ever uh, rent out a theater to private parties? Yep. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they can email us or like contact us, and we can we we can do everything from like PowerPoint presentations on the screen, and we can do like you know tailored like menus for the the special events. But yeah, you can rent out the theater even if you just wanted to like have a birthday party. We can do that as well. I mean, huh. we like all, all kinds of stuff because we have different size theaters, so we can kind of tailor it based on the budget of what somebody's looking for. So like our smallest theater is I think forty two seats, and then our biggest is like two hundred thirty three. So yeah, it's like kind of a wide range of stuff. But, That's cool. Yeah, yeah so we've we, we've done a few for like big openings, like for uh, like some kind of corporate events and things like that, where people have rented out the whole theater and did a presentation, and they all their employees got to watch like the new Marvel movie. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, it's it's something different, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you so do you guys also do like um, like for a special screening of a certain movie for like Memorial Day or Fourth of July or anything of that nature. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I, we're working on like programming some of the stuff for coming up. But like previous, like we, like for Valentine's Day, we had a whole, we had a whole Moonstruck we played, we, we, and that had like a, a whole menu that was included with the ticket. So you like like there's like specific menu items that are like made like tailored from the movie. Like they're like so it's like. We'll do a, a lot of things like around all the holidays and things like that where we'll, we try and like screen like appropriate movies for the holiday, like I said, for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then for the, some of those events, we'll do like a special menu because we have the, the from scratch kitchen, it allows some more flexibility. We're able to make special items and we kind of try and make stuff that's like 
from that movie. And then even with new releases, we'll do a special menu. Like so, for like like we have a Captain Marvel menu right now. We're gonna have a, an Avengers menu. Uh, like mm-hmm. back when we first opened, we had the Crazy Rich Asians movie. We had a whole menu of all the food they eat in the movie that was available, so you could you could kind of eat it and like kind of adds to the the experience. Okay, well, this is for my own personal uh, reasons. I am gluten intolerant. Do you offer anything of food sensitivity, like gluten-free food and all that kind of stuff? We have, we have a vegan menu as part of our, our regular menu, and then we also uh, is, we also have gluten-free buns for all of our burgers, so we oh can make them God. gluten-free. And then we have a gluten-free <laughs> uh, pizza crust, so we can make our, all of our pizzas gluten-free That is as well. awesome. I, I tell you, when you have to, when you're told you can't have something, that's when you want it the most. Oh, yeah. And I, one of my go-to foods is a hamburger. I right. love hamburgers. And the majority of places, like especially um, uh, like fast food and stuff, they don't offer a right. gluten-free bun. Yeah. Now, I just found out that Culver's has a gluten-free bun, and so does Chick-fil-A. Oh, so that's, that's kind awesome. of nice. But, yeah, so when – and I've gone to like Perkins and stuff. They don't have gluten-free buns. It's. I mean, I feel like it's getting like it's more and mm-hmm. more like a, people are more and more aware of it. So it's like it's getting easier to find mm-hmm. it in places, like you said, like Culver's and things like that. But we definitely take it very seriously, and we try and like make sure that like if we encourage anybody who's like who has a, like a food allergy or something, just to make sure they come in a little early, talk with their server, and let them know, and then we'll make sure we can do like everything in our power to make sure that they get that we don't oh, see know, that what they're okay. looking for. Someone like me, and I know a lot of people that are like me, we appreciate that because yeah, when you're told you can't have something, oh, yeah. it's socks especially yeah. when it's your favorite food like i can't even have like my raising canes anymore because i'm like oh god i just want a chicken finger <laughs> you know yeah. and um so i appreciate that because yeah. there's um, gluten and fingers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's hard to make chicken good fingers what are you nine yes, <laughs> I, I love they're good good chicken strips man mm-hmm. Have you had Raising Cane's? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so delicious, and I miss it. My mouth just salivates thinking about it. Um, that's See, awesome. I hate it, and I'll tell you why. And it's not because of the product, but when we used to get lunch at the dealerships in Burnsville, a lot of times they'd cut deals with them, and they'd bring in all the stuff. It, that that stuff doesn't travel very well. So no, it doesn't. When it's cooked and you eat it like 45 minutes to an hour later, it's yep. like... Yeah, it's not the greatest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, you know... So that's good to know because sometimes it's hard when you when you go to a place and you're trying to look up the menu. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find gluten-free options on the menu or if they don't have it. They ha- only have it in store. They don't have it on their website. Or right. So what is the website for the Alamo Drafthouse? Drafthouse.com, and then it's just backslash Twin Cities. But if you go just to drafthouse.com, you can go up in the upper right-hand corner and select our market. And then mm-hmm. on our the Twin Cities page, you can see all of our programming that's coming up and then there's also a spot where you can look at our menu for all of our drinks, all of our beers, and then all of our like our full menu is posted online, so you can kind of see what what we have to offer as far as like our standard menu. All the specialty menu stuff isn't necessarily posted, but that stuff is like you can see when you first when you come into the theater. Awesome! I'm definitely gonna have to make a date night with my husband to go to the Alamo Draft House. It sounds like an awesome theater and. Um, yeah, if you're a teacher or you know any teachers, let them know about this. It's going. This is this the rest of this week. Well, today's the last day for yep, this today week, and then and then Monday through Thursday next week yep. for teacher appreciation. All they have to do is bring in an I, like a school ID or something to prove that they are in the education system, yep. and they can.
can get a free movie. And what else do they get? It's just a free movie. Just pass. a free yeah. movie. Yep. And then they, they can order. You know, free parking, yep. free water. There's a lot of free stuff. <laughs> you got to like free. You can't pass up free. That's, right. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate it. And I will post all the information on social media. For sure. And um, hopefully they'll take good advantage of this now that they know about it. Because um, I know I would. Would you? If I was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> of course I would. Well, you, you probably teach people some guitar. No, 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 no. You don't? I, don't do that I anymore. would never do that. No. <laughs> yeah, you being like... able to play and being able to teach are two different things. That's uh, true. It's I know. really different skill set. I've tried to learn how to play guitar. The only way I can do it is if it's hands-on. I can't do, like, instructional, like, you know, I have to watch. I, like, I try and do it watching people on YouTube. Yeah. I just That's can't get over the fact that you move your hand down to make the notes go up yeah it's such a disconnect for me i play it like <laughs> hold the guitar upside down then i could do it you have a, you have a math mind though i mean you get string length yeah i mean i get why it just i don't know i feel like the higher your hand goes the higher the note should be in my mind i can play guitar like george harrison so if you stand on your head with yeah, the guitar head stock on the floor it would make sense yeah, to you. Exactly. <laughs> you got to play it upside down. Or I guess just like play it flat and it's like a piano. Yeah, that's right. Then more right, yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever done that, play their guitar like just on a table. Well, what's that? What pedal, guitar? pedal steel guitar, yeah. that's how you play it. Oh, it's well, there you go. Steel. I can play that kind of guitar. Very one, one very famous uh, guitar player is no longer with us. What's his name? He's from Canada. Uh, Jeff Healy. Mm. Oh, yes. He's a blind guy. Nobody ever taught him how to play guitar. He goes, well, I'll just put it on my lap and I'll... It's, it's the weirdest looking thing to watch. He's the, and he was a brilliant guitar player. He's the guy in Roadhouse. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Roadhouse. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a yeah, long Yeah, that was time. an actual guy. He yeah. was actually playing huh. that stuff. We're playing that soon. For oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, what's his name? Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah. He, that's when he looked his best. Was in Roadhouse. Yeah. We'll, just, from, we'll just take the woman's perspective. A lot of, eye, a lot of eye candy in That's that movie. That's why I watched it. It wasn't for the fighting and all the chips and the shorts and the guitar playing. I watched it for Sam. All right. Well, yeah, thanks so much for yeah. coming in. And, again, I will post um, all the information so hopefully people will visit the site. And use it, use it Alamo Drafthouse for future events or, you know, gatherings or just going out to have a good time, date night, whatever. But, yeah, if you're a teacher, take advantage of this. Um, and, and if you have uh, friends that are teachers, make sure you let them know about this and let them know that you appreciate them. Maybe even, you know, go with them and, and have a, a, you know, a gal night or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we'll be right back. Um, upcoming, we have a guest in the second hour from Court TV. We're going to be talking about Jesse Smollett case and find out what the heck is going on with that. So we'll be right back on the Tom Bernard Show.